When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Yellow and blue make green. This is what I have to deal with, everybody. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Let's go! Grab your friends, it's that time Come again. again. Listen to the show with the phone Let's never ends. It's Bucko. Bucko! Oh yeah. Bucko! Your host, Spring Dash, and your co-host, and welcome to the 249th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Shemu and Viger. And as always, we are here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast, uh, which of course stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. So you can check us out at PucklePodcast.com because we do more than just record a podcast. We also have an awesome swinging Pokemon community there. So check it out. Uh, so hopefully you like the show today. If you're new, welcome. Thank you for being here. And as always, uh, I'm going to ask you guys, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Too much breeding. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I know that for a fact. It'll be a lot easier when 7th Gen comes around. It's not even like the fact of just getting the Pokemon Mm -hmm. and getting the moves on it right and getting the thread right and then like... Yep. EV training is really tedious uh, when you get to like top tier play because every thread is so random uh it's not random. i guess random. No, not ra- i'm it's like not saying like you got 20 here you got 40 there it's just like and the odd number oh. yeah well you just get to these odd numbers that are really hard to do easily and you have to like actually pay attention it's yeah. just like going and hard training randomly yeah i have to super train now yeah like, you have to like super train get, like just... the detailed spreads it's awful I've also forgotten what Pokemon do what anyway for horde training. So like I don't even I just I don't even give it's a super crap easy. anymore. I mean I remember most of I them. could I remember um Kalos a bit, X and Y. I never okay. did it in Oraz, so I have no in idea. In Oraz, for future reference, uh Sandshrew uh in the desert. That's they, defense. Their defense. Uh Wismer 
Inverted Turf Tunnel. That's HP. That's HP. Uh, you have... Um, you have... Uh, what's I the other one? that booth. I just don't know like where they are. Speed is uh, the route before the forest after uh, Petalburg. Petalburg Woods? It's before Petalburg Wood. Oh, oh, that little, little area there because you can just get like zig, like you run into five oh, different things, but they all drop speed EVs. Oh, um, okay. uh, special attack. I forget off the top of my head, and yeah, I forget the rest. Well, yeah, I forget the rest off the top of my head. But that's that's a. I mean, I got three out of. <laughs> I got three out of six, so I get something, right? I get a prize. No, no you don't. Please say I get a prize. No, no, we don't, we're not letting this happen. <laughs> okay. No prize for you. No prize for me, apparently. All right, then. Uh, how about you, Viker? What have you been up to? I have been continuing my on-again, on off-again Nuzlocke adventures in Pokemon Diamond. How's that been going? How many How many losses have you had? <laughs> so far, only two, luckily. That's There's, good. That's good news. It's just two, nothing really... Herp derp the bidoof bit the dust early on, but eh, acceptable losses. And there was um, an Onyx that I lost as well. That was it. It was so early <laughs> on before. So yeah, I don't. It was grass types. Yeah. Like. No, no. What's worse in that game is you have a bunch of wild Geodude too that no uh, self destruct. That sucks. It happens a lot in fourth gen when you nuzlocke. I'm very yeah. aware. Luckily, though, as far as, like, finding a replacement for my Onyx, all I need to do is just hold off until Iron Island and catch a Steelix. Yeah, I forget. You can catch wild Steelix there. You can catch wild Beldum in Gen 4. The, uh, Battle Island. Yeah, I, yes, that is true, I think. Yeah, it is. I know, I, they, I know uh, you can get Gen them 4. in uh, Harkle's Soul Silver, but I didn't know about that, yeah. Yeah, I'm just Googling it right now just so that I don't have to eat my own words. I was like, I am the Gen 4 master. I know my thing. or I know my way around it. So, uh, game I... locations, Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Yeah, Route 228. Okay, so you were right. You knew you knew it, and I did not. I will give you that. Get wrecked. <laughs> I mean, no, no, that's fine. I like I like learning things that I didn't know. Like, um, it's really hard to find now. <laughs> It's really it, because like I've been doing this show for so long. It's really hard to find like a piece of trivia I don't know. And um, first, my uh, <laughs> uh, I was watching this video today of some guy who's just like ten things you don't know about red and blue, and I'm like I probably know them. I only knew like five, so I was really surprised. Right. Um, I'm just like you did good work if I can't if I don't know all of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, uh, Route 228 is in the battle zone post-game. Yeah, I believe that. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I did not realize that. Interesting, interesting. Yep. Uh, as for myself, I have been doing a lot of battling, a lot of practice on Showdown, mostly because Worlds got me, like, super hyped to, like, play Pokemon, and, like, I'm planning trips and stuff to go play uh, in, in real life and stuff like that, and... Uh, which is really exciting, um, but I, I'm just like uh, I can't I can't prepare for the 2017 meta yet because we don't have Sun and Moon. So I've been playing a lot of singles. Uh, I, people watching Twitch will know I'm I've been playing lots of singles, Get lots of teams that Shamu and I have been working on. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got to use those two new teams, too. Oh, we can They're do both that done. at some point. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll have to do it after or something. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, so uh, I guess that's it. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to add? Um, um, not really. All right. Well, that's a pretty short intro <laughs> for today. Uh, but we are going to go flip it over to the news. So we are going to cue the epic music. And on to the news. In the news, we have quite a few things here, actually. Um, so, obviously, Worlds happened. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but we did not have the winners at the time. We were actually discussing the podcast at the time the finales were happening. Um, and so, we do have winners. So, let me let me read off to you guys the list of winners, and we can talk about how we all feel about that. Um, so, TCG Juniors, Shunto Sadahiro. Uh, Sadahiro. Sadahiro. Yeah, Shunto Sadahiro, he's from Japan. TCG Seniors, Jesper Eriksson from Denmark. TCG Masters, Shinto Ito from Japan. Uh, VGC Juniors, Corey Connor. VGC Seniors, Carson Confer. Uh, VGC Masters, Wolf Glick. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to point out that pretty much everything here was dominated by the U.S. and Japan, with one guy yeah. from Denmark. If you actually look at all of the finalists, even the people that came in as runners-up, uh, everybody was either from Japan or from the U.S. Um, That's where Pokemon's big. Uh, Wolf Glick, though, did, uh, of course, pull the VGC Masters title, which I think everybody is uh, what uh, is looking forward to. So congratulations to Wolf Glick for doing that. I think he's he's been working on that for about five years, so good for him, right? Finally uh, made it work. Yeah, right? He, he made it work. <laughs> I mean, he's always been a very consistent player, so... Yeah. I haven't heard of him having, like, a real bad year or anything. He's just always playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, good for him. He said something about maybe taking a break now that he's become the world champion, which uh, I don't doubt. But he might try to go for, like, a repeat. Uh, though I don't know that repeats are ever necessary again. Or ever possible again. Just because of the large pool of players now. Right. Um, and now with Sun and Moon making it even more accessible to uh, more players. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Uh, Sun and Moon's going to open up a lot of things in the VGC. I'm, I think this is definitely the year that a lot of people are going to get into it. And I think yeah. this is the year that a lot of people are going to just start, you know, go, going out to events. And we're going to see a huge spike in attendance. Uh, how they handle Worlds this year in the U.S., I don't know. I discussed this on the live podcast yesterday, which people should be hearing about later this week. And right. They're, they're, I mean, hopefully they change the way things are done. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, let's see. Um, so moving on from Worlds, we have uh, we have a small video <laughs> that was oh, dropped. Well, when is when are the uh, 2017 World Championships going to be held? Oh yes, this that, coming year. That, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Viger. Uh, the 2017 World Championships were also announced to be held in Anaheim, so they're still in California. Uh, essentially in LA, probably because it has a much larger venue uh, possibility than San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, LA, of course, being the second biggest city in the world. So I mean, I don't, I don't foresee worlds ever leaving the U.S. or North America. I should say, yeah. uh, it's or at least left. for the ne- or at least for the next four years, because you know Japan's kind of got to focus in on that silly Olympics 
nonsense or whatever. I mean, that has nothing to do with Pokemon, right? I if know, anything, if like... anything, in four years they can start hosting it in like the used Olympic stadiums. Yeah, that uh, would work. So that they got that going for them, but uh, <laughs> I the U.S. is just like a great midpoint for everybody that's can like in the world. You know what I mean? Like it used to yeah. be in Hawaii because that's pretty much a midpoint between Japan and the U.S. and those are the only two countries really competing in this. Yeah. And now we've got countries from all over the world, but the United States is a nice midpoint for that. You have yeah. Europe, you have Japan, Again, you have... Hawaii played like the between between mm-hmm. Japan and the U.S., but now that Europe's getting involved, now the U.S. is the yep. in-between between yeah, exactly. Japan, so I, U.S., I don't, and I mean, Europe. So. We, we have seen a world's happen in like Vancouver before, which is fine. I just don't see it moving from our continent, specifically. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. still, we have a, like a nice long list of regionals that have been announced so far, too. Um, which is nice. I, I would like to see a few more added to the list, and I'd also like Nintendo to officially announce them. Uh, Nintendo has not, just like the venues themselves have announced it, uh, which is really, really odd. And thankfully, there's a lot of people on the internet that are super curious and have been digging around on the internet, uh, finding <laughs> all of these. Um, and I mean, we could, I could go on forever about tournament structure, but I don't want to do that. I did that already on the TCG podcast. I did it again on the live episode, so we're, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> That's enough. But we did get a video this week uh, showing a mini game where you can go throw Pukumuku back into the ocean in Sun and Moon. Uh, mostly because that's part of their Pokedex description where people need to do that to get them off tourist beaches because they really like just to sit places and they'll die because they really like to sit there. Um, so that's... Also, uh, like, I think you got like 15000 for doing it. You got a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's got, it reminds me of the, uh, of the hotel chores you could yeah. do in X and Y. It's yeah. probably like daily though. Anyways, yeah, it's probably a daily, which is fine. I I think yeah. I think Pokemon needs to have more dailies. Uh, let me. My favorite, my favorite game is still by far Gold and Silver or Heart Gold Soul Silver, whatever iteration you want to do. And just the number of dailies in that, right? Um, yeah. You you just have a huge number of dailies. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, this is like mixing Animal Crossing with Pokemon to some extent. And yeah, but you could you had the bug catching contest. You had um on top of that you had the pokeballs that you can make which they should bring back okay just throwing that out there i want i want to have some level balls man some friendship balls some uh some moon balls everything i want that all back but uh because i'm it sucks having to pass them down only from gen 4 pokemon that cannot have their hidden ability right awful uh maybe breeding will be easier with like the pokeball like transitions nowadays That'd be interesting. That's one breeding mechanic I'd like to see change. So maybe you could, like, breed on a Pokeball (laughs) or something like that. Um, (laughs) Silly dreams of mine. Uh, Also, it has been announced that there are such uh, things uh, called gold bottle caps, which will just max out all of the IVs of the Pokemon uh, that you use it on. Um, How hard those are going to be to get we don't know there's a qr code that's only uh that's in the official sun and moon guidebook announced for japan so we'll take a look i'd like to take a look to see if it's uh the same thing in the u.s guidebook i don't know if there's an amazon listing for that or not yet Um, what for the guidebook and a listing or uh yeah an amazon listing for it there is i I pre-ordered it really oh sweet yeah because it's like a soft cover the hard cover there's a hard cover oh Oh, yeah that means i'm buying it (laughs) I mean, let me find out real quick. You saved money by pre-ordering it. That's why I did it. Ah. 
I, uh, I'll buy that online. I'm not going to buy the... Uh... Yeah, it's 40 bucks normally. I got it for 24 by pre It's $40? What? That's how, they, that's how they usually are. The hardcover? 40 is so expensive. Um, it's actually sure? a bit... Um, it's a bit more now, but... No, right now it's only twenty six ninety three for me. I'm saying it's. I bought mine for cheaper. Oh, okay. Oh, it's... Okay, so it's twenty six ninety three now because if you pre-order it, you save that much. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, I, okay. When I did it earlier, I got I got it for twenty four. Yeah, no, because I really like the I really like the X and Y like guidebook. It wasn't like a complete yeah. guidebook, which was really annoying, but it looks yeah. really cool on my shelf. So it's got that going for it, which is nice. Did I buy the? I don't know if I remember. I don't know if I bought the X and Y one actually. I, I did. I well, the... I did, but the problem is like it doesn't have everything in it that you'd want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I you had you had to buy like the supplemental. Uh, guidebook for that, but I waited until Oraz and I bought the Pokedex. Yeah. I don't even know why I buy the guidebooks. I don't even need them. Uh, it's yeah. just, it's a, it's a chronic problem, but I really, oh, I, I really do it. like having it, especially for new generations, like, right out yeah. the gate. Definitely, that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy the Oraz one. I don't know if there was one for Oraz There was like not. a, there was like a Pokedex. I don't know if there was an Oraz guidebook. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't I hardcover. I, I typically only buy the hardcover ones. Yeah. Like, cause I got the black and white ones. Got both of those. Yeah. I got the X and Y one, then I got the Pokedex for X and Y here, mm-hmm. which is like hefty. Oh my god! Yeah, they're re- they're really hefty. The the Pokedex <laughs> I think, guides. I think the biggest guide I have is for diamond <laughs> for platinum. Yeah, that thing was gigantic. That's nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man, so there is a guidebook for us. I I'm actually uh, very interested in it. Um, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna pre-order that. Because then it'll uh it doesn't drop until the week after it comes out. Oh my gosh, it won't come out until November twenty fifth. What is this? That like what forty percent? I don't even care. It's be, I mean, I don't think it'll retail for forty dollars at all. I think I picked up the X and Y one for under ten dollars, like because I waited like three months after X and Y came out. Oh yeah, if you did that, yeah. See what the. Because nobody buys the guidebooks after the game comes out. Oh, like, well, the, the back then, why was only 20 bucks anyways? Yeah, why is this 40? Yeah. I have no idea. This must have, like, this must, like, have magic information in it. It probably does. It probably might be the full guide. Yeah, it, it might, might actually be a full guide instead of, like, a half one now. like the X and Y one was. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> the Unova Classic took place, for those of you looking into it. Uh, we did not participate I, I the kanto classic was fun but like the unova classic made no sense to me um it'll be very interesting i, I don't think they've announced the next one yet um, i'll probably be, have they done a kalos classic they, they'll probably do a kalos classic uh which i'm very interested to hear about because I, I i don't know like a lot of these i think the unova classic this time was actually like rotation battle or something like that um this, i think this one's a triple battle competition and now it runs unique rules triple battle okay that's what it yeah. is Triple battles, still no fun. Which is <laughs> which is essentially no legendaries, no magos. Yeah, the the I think the community universally accepts that rotation battles and triple battles can just not be competitive. Yeah, let's just have uh, fun with it. All yeah, and, it's, and here's it's, it's pretty much just like a, let's have a fun with it. And like I just wouldn't be able to stand myself if I played. Yeah, you know what I mean, with this Unova um, classic, all entrants get a level thirty-five Darmanitan based, yeah, based on, on end Darmanitan, I think. Yeah, yeah it's based on ants. aren't even really good either. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, it's just the, speci- the specific yeah. sport. It has the ability Zen mode and knows the mm-hmm. moves Thrash, Belly Drum, Flare Blitz, and Hammer Arm. 
Yeah. That's my only thing, though. It's like the prizes were actually something, like, cool. Like, I get, sure, like, a, you get a Pokemon from that generation, from, like, their champion or whatever, but... Yeah. That's, like, it's not worth for me to enter a competition for a Darmanitan that's crappier than what I need to breed. Yeah. <laughs> like, might be perfect IV, but even then, that's, like, I it's not worth it. I'd rather mm-hmm. you give me, like, ten rare candies or something, or even, like, an ability capsule. Like, yeah. Just something I can use. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they used to just do Pokemiles, but I mean, I like it. It's a nice little touch. Just yeah, to, like, it, it is. It is something. So you it's just a memory because it's the 20th anniversary year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, I'm very excited. We we have less than 90 days until Sun and Moon drops. So, uh, we have like we'll probably get one more battle competition announced for X or for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire because, um. X and Y, or uh, Sun. I think the global link goes down in October. As a fun fact for oh, all yeah. of you who use Pokemiles, like global link goes down yeah. in October, so um, there's probably going to be a, uh, some competition at the end of September, at, at sometime in October, and it'll be like goodbye global link. That's I'll see you in a month and a half. Stop using Pokemiles too. Yeah, you have to use up all your Pokemiles. The store's like having a sale right now for it. Like half off or something like it's that. It's like or... half off, yeah. So I would, I would go ahead. Might want to hop on that. Yeah, I think I already used up all mine on like BP or something. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no, that was um for bank. Never mind. <laughs> all right, then, guys. I literally got like a thousand from that. Great. <laughs> all right, then. I think that's it for the news. Uh, I hit most of the major things. Um, yeah. So we are gonna go kick it on over, guys to uh, the Puckles Pokey Quiz segment, where we're going to see what our co-hosts know about the Pokemon video game. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, the quiz show where I ask your f- co-host here uh, trivia questions about Pokemon. Of course, you guys need to lower your browsers. No help from the internet. You're going to use your innate Pokemon ability knowledge thing. Um, Currently pacing the room. So your yeah. brain. Uh, so we're going to go ahead. Some of these are hard. Some of these are easy. We're going to see where it goes. So we get five questions as always. You get one hint as a lifeline if you're stuck on a question. You guys work together and you get one minute uh, per question here. So let me pull up my handy dammer, handy dandy timer, and we will get this show on the road. Uh, let me do it. Let's see. All right. So I have my stopwatch up. All right. So question numero uno. I'm, I'm multilingual now. Um, all right. <laughs> this is, this is a good one for, uh, say, this, one, this one's going on with you, Thatch. <laughs> This one's this one's na- uh, is aimed at Doctor Shamu, okay. uh, but it's both of you answer obviously. Um, right. In Generation Four, where Ooh. does Shuckle appear if chan- if transferred from Generation Three in Pal Park? Oh, uh, you get the Rock Smash. Uh, I is that what you have to do? Is that your final, or are you going to keep thinking about um, it? Um, give me a sec. I'm pretty sure you have to, it's either Rock Smash or in the Rocky area. I never use the pal pad, it's just, anyways. It's, so I wouldn't know. It's the pal, oh, that's true. Let, 
Let me ask a question about the Pal Park if I can. Yes, it's, absolutely. Because that was the. Oh no! Wait, Pal Park. I remember. I'm trying that. to remember the layout. It's the one with like the grass, and you had the mm-hmm. water to the right, and then above that, like the rocky area. Yeah, yeah. You had like four okay. or five areas in there. I couldn't remember if there's like another one or not. I'm just like, don't. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Rock Smash. Uh, is that your final answer? I'm gonna say yes. Even though I'm probably wrong. It is actually incorrect. It's uh, the rocky area, isn't it? It is not. Uh, oh. Shuckle is actually found in the sea, in the water. <laughs> uh, there we go. having no reason to be there, it is weak to water. It does not <laughs> learn surf. So why the heck Shuckle is found in the water, nobody knows. Because it's a barnacle. It's a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> it's off of a barnacle slash parasite. It is. Thingy. It is. Uh, but, oh. so, barnacle turtle. So, uh, unfortunately, you guys got that question incorrect. Yeah. Um, I never but... transferred anyway, though. So. <laughs> I, think I, I didn't either. The only oh, things I transferred were starters. <laughs> we will uh, we will continue on then with question number two. Uh, in Pokemon X and Y, what is mm. the most cost-efficient healing item? Cost-efficient. Yes. So, like, in dollar per y? HP. Or HP per dollar. Oh. Oh, H- oh HP too. Um, shoot. Uh, let's see. Oh, is it Moomoo Milk? I'm pretty sure it's Moomoo Milk. <laughs> Pretty sure, but then we got. You can buy out. a dozen for like what twelve hundred, and it's a hundred, which is a super potion's like seven hundred. Yeah, and you no, buy twelve. It doesn't no, super, milk for like. Yeah. Or you buy. This is an X and Y. This is just an X and Y. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Milk is an X and Y. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it is at least. I, I think that sounds right. <laughs> I remember being able to buy it somewhere. All right. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Uh, I believe you are incorrect. Uh, the answer is actually uh, the bottled water in the power plant. You can buy that Wait. for 100 uh, Poke Dollars. Oh, yeah, definitely is. That's you can okay. buy it for 100, dollar, uh, 100 Poke Dollars, so you get 2 HP that. per po- Poke Dollar, or two, 1 HP for 2 Poke Dollars. Uh, so that is the most cost-efficient uh, healing item. So, unfortunately, you guys got that one incorrect, too. I thought I made some oh, easy ones. We today. are just bad at this. Yeah, well, I, right? thought, I would have said yes. The, I thought healing water healed 80. That's lemonade, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the water, the either way, you're making it worse. It isn't even more cost efficient, then. I don't care. Snatch, I thought this was going to be a Pokemon trivia co- <laughs> questions and everything, not economic ones. That was not my strong point. I want to fact college. check that Moomoo Milk. I swore I got Moomoo Milk in X and Y. I mean, you could probably get it, but it's probably not as cost efficient. I'm not saying you can't buy it. I'm just saying uh, you shouldn't because there's a better alternative. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let me let me look it up for you, Shamu. Let's see let's see how much you can purchase. Because if Moomo anything, for. it's like two hundred, and if it is, it's the same cost. Uh, I don't think so, but I'll double check for you I because can't I I fact checked my stuff today. Okay, I fact checked it. Um, it is taking forever to load. Uh, <laughs> let me get okay. So Moomoo Milk, uh, in X Y or as. Um, you or an X and Y, you can get it in Lumio City, uh, Dendamil Town. Let's see here. It the price though is unfortunately five hundred dollars. Oh, uh, for Moo Milk, so you get one HP for five dollars instead of one HP okay. for two. Okay, off. 
I thought okay. you could buy a dozen. That might have been an older version. All right, so let's move on to question number three. Uh, question number three is, uh, this is going to be, this one is aimed at Viger a little bit, but we'll, we'll find oh, out. Oh, boy. Uh, what Steel-type Pokemon has the yep. highest base stat total? Highest Steel-type base stat total. Uh, is this a dual-type? Well, yeah, it would be. The only other exception would be Clink Clang. Uh... Probably legendary, right up. I'm, the, I'm debating that too. I'm, which might be Dialga. Which re- yeah, which really only leaves one other option, which would be the greatest it, legendary ever created. Unless you want to, unless you want to go with Arceus holding an iron plate. I don't think it's a steel type Pokemon, though. It's not like any a Pokemon that can be a steel type. Would Arceus count? No, I holding an iron so. plate. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if, that, if that counts, though, that would be the correct answer. Yeah, he's a steel type. He has the highest base stat total. But I don't think that's the back. I think that's be- that's kind of like a cop out, though. Well, then what other type has the highest base stat total? Arceus well, holding the corresponding plate. That doesn't. You can't. You can't put the plate on. No. <laughs> okay, no, because it's the Pokemon saying. itself. It's not it's the Pokemon the actual... itself naturally with no items. Okay. Uh, yes. Dialga or Omega. I'm trying to think of any yeah, Megas that are steel type. Like the Steelix, Steelix, Steelix is Lucario, uh, Luca- Lucario. No, Lucario. Wait, he's fighting steel. But it might be Lucario. He's real steel. Okay. Because uh, Dioga mm-hmm. had around 600, I think. I think Lucario surpasses that. Yeah, somewhere in that. He got lot. like 140 or something, like 130. Since- Attacks. Um, Omega Magnezone, which would be the most OP Pokemon ever in existence. <laughs> I'm gonna need an uh, answer here. I know. I will go with Dialga. I'll agree with that. Uh, again, incorrect, guys. Uh, you you are just missing. I am just. No, I don't really care right uh, now. The answer that. is actually Mega Metagross. Oh, God. oh. I think that. Oh, come on. <laughs> What? Right. Think of that. I run a Mega Metagross. Why did I think Mega that? Metagross has a base stat total of uh, 700. Oh, seven, oh, 700. Holy hell. 700. I bet, you, so. I bet your bottom dollar, there are thousands of people watching this episode right now that are probably screaming at Dialga, whatever. Dialga, to, to be fair, is, Mega is Metagross, you idiot. I wish I could give you a half a point, but I'm not doing half points. Uh, no. <laughs> There's no charities here. All right, guys. There's still three points left on the board, so Samu, you can still grab second today. I probably won't be able to, but all right. Also, remember, you guys still have uh, you still have uh, one one hint uh, left over. So uh, we're gonna move on then to question number number four. Uh, When you rebattle Faulkner and Blue in Heartgold Soul Silver, what is their highest level Pokemon? And this infers that it's the same Pokemon. Alright. Faulkner and Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, I think I know this one. Uh, what do the highest level would be, though? Like, I, Pidgeot. But what... Because both but Faulkner Was the question the Pokemon or the level? Because I thought you said Pokemon. the level. The question's the Pokemon. Oh, um... You don't have so to give I'm, me the level. If you get the level, it, I'll give you a bonus point. But... I'd have to say it would have to be Faulkner. It would, with it being Faulkner in blue, it has to be Pidgeot. Are we locking that in? Yeah, we can lock that in. I'm not sure what it would even be anyways. It's a flying the answer type. is, in fact, Pidgeot, so you guys are on the board today. <laughs> <laughs> is right. it level, like, 52? 
I know that's wrong. But... I don't know what the level is. I didn't oh, okay. It. It wasn't <laughs> I thought you question. might have had that. I'm like, shovel low, low. It wasn't part of the question. Uh, but Pidgeot is their highest level Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Alright, so, uh, number five. Uh, this is your uh, question for the bonus points. Um, and so let's uh, let's get this going then. Question number five. Uh, and you still have your hints, so you can use it whenever yeah. you want. Um, where you get an extra minute and the hint. Uh, so here we go. Uh, question number five. Which Pokemon have the highest base special attack of normal type Pokemon? Normal types, okay. There are two um, of them. Just about to say, if it's the highest one point base for special each. attack. There's two, there's two answers, though, you said? There are two answers. They're both what tied if, yeah. for uh, high, the highest base special attack of normal yeah. type Pokemon. I'm thinking Porygon Z for one of them. Porygon Z, yeah, especially. I think it's like 145. Um, it's somewhere up there. Normal type. And you obviously We're going to use our hint, hint, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll use the hint then. Uh, the yeah. hint is that the other one is a mega. Uh, I okay. mega. Oh, Pidgeot. Mega Pidgeot. 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 Is, are we locking in these others. answers? Okay. Oh, uh, let, let, hold on. Let's. There's Mega on no, which would not have special base special attacks higher than pretty much anything else. Uh, other normal types, though, that are Megas. There's Pidgeot. As a mega. I know it's not. It's not odd, no. I not odd, it. no. I think it is Pidgeot. I think Pidgeot and Porygon Z are both actually have 135 special attacks. I think I actually do remember reading that when I was like looking I up. I believe that's what they are, Z. Like, it's tied with Are mega we going to lock these in? Yeah, we can lock them in. Attack. I can't think of any other normal types that would even Porygon be. Porygon Z and Mega Pidgeot. I'll write correct on both accounts. Uh, so Mega Pidgeot and Porygon Z are both uh, tied for the highest base special attack in normal type Pokemon, which is 135. Woo! Uh, so uh, there you go. You guys pulled away with three, which is enough to give Shamu a nice little boost here. Uh, so let me type everything in here, and uh, we'll get you the new standings. I'm really good with Excel sometimes, but not entirely. <laughs> um, so let me do this one, that one. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay, so right now, the 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 status quo has shifted. Uh, Shamu uh -oh. is it within uh, one uh, episode uh, uh, of taking Gator now uh, with a perfect score. So Gator is in first still with 30 points. Shamu, though, is caught up and is sitting at 25 points. In third place is Whimsicott with 23. In fourth is Maximus with 19. In fifth place is Scrawn with 11 Ninth or sixth place is Bo with nine points. There is no ninth place. Uh, so <laughs> the Viger is in seventh with seven points, and uh, Ethan is in eight with two. Right. I wonder why Ethan's only got two. It's <laughs> <laughs> never on. Yeah, so uh, we that is where we are at right now with the standings, guys. So uh, tune in next week. Well, next week won't actually have one because it's episode two fifty. But uh, so we we'll get back on the road in two fifty one. So that is it for Puckle's Pokey Quiz this week, and we are going to take a short break, guys, and come back at you with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop! 
And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is favorite and least favorite gym leaders of our co-host and host me uh, today. So we're just gonna we're just gonna go into them, start digging on digging at them, uh, see who our favorite and our least favorite are. So, uh, well, I guess I'll ask you guys what your favorites are before I go. All uh, right. So, Shamu, how about you like go first? Straight out. Yeah, well, just... well, Shamu, say who yours is first. We'll have some discussion about it, and then we'll move on okay. to Viger. Okay, okay that's how I'll do it. Okay. I think All that's right. how we'll do it. All right. So, my, I think my favorite is uh, Sharon from Black and White 2. Sharon. Okay. Why is that? Just because, honestly, I don't like Black and White, but Black and White 2... I've said it multiple times before. It redeemed Black and White because they, <laughs> they continued the story. Yeah, and I like how they made one of the main like rival. They made him a gym leader. Yeah, no, I really, I really like. Who doesn't uh, matter? Right. Who doesn't count? But if we're gonna like, if we're gonna talk about like stories behind gym leaders, I think Black and White definitely had better story progression behind gym leaders. Yeah. than any game prior to it, and maybe even X and Y. We could argue that, um, but. Uh, it definitely, like, just Black and White itself did, because, you know, you get all the gym leaders at the end, they come to help you. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, and then in, afterwards, you get all of the gym leaders, uh, you get new gym leaders in, uh, Black and White 2, which is really awesome to see, and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, Sharon, I mean, I just think Gen 5 in general has probably the best storylines for, uh, for most of the gym leaders. Yeah. I wouldn't sure. say all of them. Like, I'd say Berg's got some good stuff, Lenora's got some good stuff. I wouldn't say that the three at the beginning have any good things uh, <laughs> uh, in yeah. the original black and white, but I mean, most of them do. Uh, Skyla, maybe not. Uh, neither, not, not Bryson either. And I mean, Drayden definitely redeems himself in black and white too, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's definitely very interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's definitely a more story component than black and white. Uh, it, I mean, it compared to like red and blue where there wasn't really a story component. It was just a kid running around trying to get key items. Yeah, so. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Sharon. We could we could talk Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like that. The, I don't know. Sharon like revealed some other things about gym leaders and how they work. About how like they have a gym team and then like their regular Pokemon team. Like yeah, how they hold themselves back because like there's plenty of dialogue with Sharon where he's like, "Man, I wish I could use my real team." You know what I mean? Mm. Instead of these like w- this little pet rat, uh, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But you you got that going for you. So uh, what about you, Viger? Who's your favorite? Well, I think both of you have probably a good idea of who my favorite is. So oh, I will just let I will just hold I will just I will just count down and when I after it's like three, two, one, say the name. So three, two, one, Bugsy, Wallace. You probably didn't hear it, but that was me slapping my face with disgust. <laughs> it is of, uh, it is of course, the steel-clad defense girl of Johto, Jasmine. She gets like a she actually uh, I want to say in Gold and Silver she gets a lot of background, other than like hey, an Ampharos is sick, but can't uh, battle right now. But yeah. can you go over to this other conveniently placed city that also has a gym and <laughs> the medicine that I'm looking for? You can battle that gym and then come back here when yeah, your Pokemon are actually strong enough to deal with me. That's not even true because it's <laughs> gold and silver where the wild level, wild Pokemon levels is just atrocious. Out of all over the place. You can and, even do gyms out of order, I think. Uh, it's I not even that. The problem is like the wild Pokemon, like it just like stagnates at some point and they only they, like max out at like mid-20s or something. 
in yeah. Johto. And, like, you're trying to get Pokemon that are, like, in mid-40s by the end of it. And it's just like, well, yeah. I can't... Like, the grind is real. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the grind is real. Hey, yeah. Those are the worst games to ever Nuzlocke, let me tell you. Just yeah. because of the grind. <laughs> yeah. It's just awful. Um, but... Yeah, no, no. I, I think Jasmine. She also get. She actually comes back in uh in plat. She in comes Diamond back and Pearl. In, in the fourth gen Diamond and Pearl yeah. and Plat, and she's actually your ticket to actually getting to the Pokemon League because she gives you Waterfall, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Why would she yeah. do that? Why <laughs> does a Steel type gym leader with two Electric Pokemon give you a Water type move? Uh, Gen four dropped like a lot of Gen two stuff though. Like yeah, there was a yeah. lot of Gen two love in Gen four. As yeah, odd as that sounds. I mean, there's a whole Bulbapedia page, I think, actually dedicated to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the connections between Diamond and Pearl and Heart Gold and I think Soul there, Silver. There really is, I think. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, it's It was nuts. Uh, but yeah, no, it was... Uh, let's see, I think it's a, it's a remake speculation for it or something like that they had in it. Um, it was just like... A, a nutso amount of stuff that happened. Yeah. Because there was just, it was just really, really hard to believe how much stuff happened. I can't find it right now, but unfortunately, but it was, uh, Oh, cross generational references. Here we go. In gen four to gen two. Uh, so there's a report of a red Gyarados, uh, in the documentary. Um, you also have, uh, a happening egg in Diamond and Pearl that says, uh, prof- uh, the guy who gives you the happening egg talks about Professor Elm, uh, talking about eggs. Um, Jasmine's there, uh, like we just said. Like Valor says something about a silver colored Pokemon in the World Islands and a rainbow color Pokemon in the Tin Tower and even Clefairy dancing at Mount Moon. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so many things. Um, there's a dragon tamer that mentions that he was at the dragon's den. Uh, I, I'm just going to stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stop talking right now because I can keep going on and on. There's just, new the, I, I didn't even get halfway through the list. Um, but a, as you can tell, there's a lot of references and that's the Jasmine cameo is one of them. Yeah. And it's just, not only that was Jasmine, of course, is the first gym leader of my favorite type, Steel type. She uses two Magnemites. But then at one point in my young adolescent childhood <laughs> life, when I was very much in love with Pokemon Stadium 2, Steelix was by far my most favorite Pokemon. Pokemon at Stadium the time. 2 was a blast. Let me tell you. I know. Pokemon Stadium in oh, yeah. general is a blast. I'm so, Bingo card. Pull it out. Pokemon Stadium yep. X needs to happen. There we go. Uh, okay. Pull it out. He Pull it out. Mark it off. Yeah, so. uh, <laughs> Just mar- just labeled it off, but one thing that I always found really interesting was Steelix, because I thought, how do you make... O- I always thought, Onyx is amazing, because he's this giant rock snake, and no one can beat him, just because he's so massive and powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how do you make that better? How about we coat him in metal, and make him even bigger? Yeah. And that's exactly what they did with Steelix. Absolutely. And that was just spikes. Yeah, and then cover him in spikes as well. And that forced him to get braces. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking, and then I was looking up just Bulb- Jasmine's Bulbapedia page just for any sort of little tidbits of information. And then I came across uh, the Pokemon Adventures manga chapter where she battles Brock at the Indigo Plateau. That's true, yeah. And she has her Steelix encased in gravel to make it look like it's an Onyx. Ah, uh-huh. 
because nobody knows about Steelix and the Steel type. The manga, okay, the manga is so good. I wish I, I need I need to go get some hard copies of that just because it's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. I mean, we did an episode on the red, blue, and yellow manga. We should definitely do one again at some point on the gold, silver, crystal manga. I think I think those two are like fantastic, and they really bring you into the Pokemon world. Um, if you haven't checked checked that out yet, oh, um, we did an episode about it. It was probably maybe a year ago or so. So I would check that out in our back catalog if anybody's interested. Yeah. Um, but we we just talk and rave about the manga. I would also just suggest just reading it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, my, my favorite gym leader out of the ones that, uh, that exist, <laughs> which is all of them, I guess, uh, is actually Blaine, uh, for manga reasons, mostly, uh, <laughs> not game reasons in the game. Blaine's like this random scientist guy that you fight and stuff like that, but he's, uh, actually really cool. Um, not only does he just go live in a volcano for some reason, but he, uh, he actually, uh, he does, in the manga, he's got such a sweet backstory because he's one of the people that helped create Mewtwo. And so he and Mewtwo actually have a connection because they created Mewtwo from cloning Mew's DNA and adding in some human DNA. And that human DNA was actually Blaine's. And so they, like, get together and, like, Blaine's arm goes all weird whenever Mewtwo's close. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm serious. Um, it, yeah, I and this. then and then Red comes and like catches Mewtwo in a Master Ball or something, or either Blaine does. I forget which one. One of them catches Mewtwo. I think with Blaine. I think Blaine catches Mewtwo, and then like first of all, the Mewtwo in the manga is incredibly awesome in itself, just because it has a giant spoon it uses as like a as like a weapon. Um, why our Mewtwo does not hold a spoon will befuddle me until the end of time, but. Uh, and then Blaine actually comes back, I think, in Fire Red Leaf Green manga, but I haven't read that too thoroughly to be able to tell you guys too much about that. Uh, I, from what I, my understanding, though, uh, the manga up until like Emerald is all tied together, and it's really awesome. So definitely, definitely check that out. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, least favorite gym leaders then. Uh, Shamu, how about you enlighten us? Okay, so. This is where it gets good, people. It's kind of <laughs> hard to find like a hard, like a bad gym leader. Yeah, but I gotta go with Claire. You Claire. beat her, and then she's like, "No, you don't beat me. You gotta go here and do more." Sh- uh, oh, there's yeah. a. Oh, <laughs> the anger is starting to seep out a little like, bit more. She Whitney, runs away Whitney and cries. Nothing. That milk tank is easy. Whitney, just, yeah, Claire just cries and like, "Hey, you gotta go to the dragon den and do some crap for me." And, no, like, she doesn't really even cry. She's just like, "Huh, you beat me." Still not going to give you the badge anyway, but you got to do some other stuff for me first, yeah, and, then, and, then may, and then maybe I'll consider yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then the elder gold was it the elder or, Bla- or um? It's, no, it's the elder. The elder's like, why would you not do this? I come over with the elder or and just like, hey, like, what you want an extreme speed dra- dratini? It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like the only reason that it's, it's like, to make okay. you go into the dragon's den because you wouldn't yeah. otherwise. It's like, um, it's just, like just giving me the. Jib badge, we've been done with it, but... At least she gets some story, though. Like, out of any of the gym leaders in Gen 2, like, there's some story there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gen 1 has none. Has absolutely none, minus Giovanni. They're just there. They're just, like, generic bosses in the towns, right? Definitely. Um, but here here they actually get some story, and it's great. 
There's some uh, lore. I, I just, I love when, like, the gym leaders, like, do something with the story. It's, like, my favorite thing. Um, also, the manga heavily influences a lot of my decisions. Uh, but, yeah, how about you, yeah. Tiger? Who's your least favorite? Uh, we're, we're going back to Gen 4. Uh, back and to Gen 4. Okay. We're going back, we're going back Gen 4, people, because Gen 4 is amazing. Uh, punch out those bingo cards, I guess, because we're talking yeah. about Gen 4. <laughs> But, and again, this also ties in with Jasmine because you actually have to beat this gym leader before you actually encounter Jasmine. I'm talking about the shining, shocking star that whines too much about being depressed because he's just so good at battling. Volkner. Volkner, oh my gosh, yes. He's oh such a wuss. He's just like... You're a oh gym God. leader, the most powerful gym leader in the greatest region of Pokemon ever, he and you're so, depressed. He gets so depressed because he's like, I don't have any worthy challengers. I'm just too good. <laughs> Ugh. I'm just like, I'd love to be you. The humility is strong. I'd love to be on that high horse of being impossible to beat. Yeah. I'd love to. And it's just like, what are you crying about being impossible to defeat? You have pretty much not that great of a team when it gets mm-hmm. right down to it. You have oh, a Raichu. He have, like, normal types, too? He has a Raichu, an Octillery, an Ambipom, and a Luxray. Yeah. yeah. First off, why is half your team not electric type? Then Flint I mean, had that I thing. Oh, well, back in only... back in Gen Four, uh, was because there was such a lack. They like the typing distributions were awful in Gen Four. Yeah, let's throw that out there first of all. But oh, yeah. uh, the reason they did yeah, that like, what, is because types? well, what they did, yeah, like fire types. That was the worst offender. And you had a fire type elite four member. Um, but okay, regardless. Um, on top of that, you have um, what they just did for all the gym leaders was they just made sure that all the Pokemon had a move of the type that the gym leader was. Which is kind of yeah. an inspiration for our summer league, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's like Ambipom knows Shockwave and Arct- an Octillery knows Charge Beam. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> that I, honestly, I I may think that makes Gen Four have like some of the coolest gyms. Yeah, because they were diverse and you had to plan for pretty much everything. Yeah, it was it was much more diverse, and I feel like that would be more realistic of like teams that you would see, right? Uh, yeah, because I was like, they're not just the gym leaders would not just hand their badge out on a silver plate because they're monotyped. Yeah, no, they'd have counters to whatever mm-hmm, exactly. you throw at it them. Makes it's just hard. Like, my fa- my makes... favorite instance of this, actually, uh, well, I guess it wasn't really an instance of this um, of gym leaders being tough to defeat though, is actually in Pokemon Stadium. If you go and play oh, the uh, gym God. leader challenge and you play against Lieutenant yeah. Surge, he and has it's... a surfing Raichu. Yeah, and he has. It would a you surf against your ground type Pokemon? As I mean, it's just like, and I'm going back to Jasmine on this one, but it's like with the gym leader castles in Pokemon Stadium too. Mm-hmm. Round two, uh, round two, she has an incredibly diverse team with Steelix, Rabidash, Slowbro, Blastoise, Scizor, and Stantler. Yeah, she's a Steel type gym leader, and she only uses two Steel types. Mm-hmm. Well, there was there was what two Steel types minus Magneton. There were six. Well, she doesn't even have Magneton. There in were that four. Team. There oh. were four minus Magneton. You had Steelix, Skarmory, uh, oh, Magnemite, Magneton. That's that's four. But then you had two more on top of that. You had uh, you had Dizor. You had Scizor, and you had Fortress. Oh, okay. Yeah. The only two that she had was Steelix, and yeah, I just forgot it. <laughs> Probably Magnemite or Magneton. No, it wasn't. No, it, wasn't. No, it was Scizor. Probably Scizor. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, Steel, Ty- like- Steel and Dark types like, weren't fleshed out very well in Gen 2. And, I mean, Gen 2's got some things that go for it, but it's got a lot of things that go against it. Yeah. But a lot of things. Uh, Volknar, you really don't have any room to be whining and complaining about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my least favorite um, is <laughs> Ramos. Um, <laughs> Who? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? That's that's 100% why. Uh, I really like it when the gym leaders have, like, backstory unto them, and that's they started doing that a lot in uh, in Gen 1, or in, uh, they started moving that forward in Gen 2. Gen 1 gets a free pass because it's Gen 1. Um, and so, you know, Gen 2, you start building some character, and, you know, you're slowly doing it, but then you get something like Black and White 2, where all of the gym leaders have some kind of, like, story or interaction with them outside of their gym. And it's just like, oh, this is really cool. And then we go to Gen Six, and like they start things off strong. You you know, uh, you know the gym leaders there. Um, you know, you, you get to know. Oh, I need to look up their names because I don't know them that well. I wish I was a kid again and just memorized their names. <laughs> um, Viola, because she's uh, the sister of the reporter. Um, you have Grant, who you get to meet a little bit beforehand. Karina gives you the Mega Stone. Right, She's and the, then she teaches you Mega Evolution, which is a yeah, huge game changer. Exactly, and then uh, and then uh, of course we all remember Clement uh, because he's in the anime. Not only that, but there's some interaction with him beforehand there too. Um, then you have Valerie from the Levar Gym, and that's just because the town's so fairyish, right? And then you yeah. have Olympia, who is really big in the anime, actually. Um, yeah, and is really cool. And then you have Wolfric, who you find outside the gym because he's, he's just, like, the last the one village. that you find, uh, but. We completely, like, you, Ramos just comes out of the blue. Um, and you don't know anything about him. And pretty much in the anime, the entire time, Ramos is just like some old guy riding a go-goat, like, hey there, kids! And it's just like... Hey, you whippersnappers! Exactly. Well, I know probably the whole happened. He probably just wandered in. He's not even the gym leader. He's just some random old guy who just wandered in the gym and just rode a go-goat. I just think it's insane. Like... We haven't had a gym leader with like that little backstory or like that random in quite a while, and so it was it was really like it it, it catches you back, you know. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not really prepared for it, and it's yeah, that's just me. That's just what me. Are you, there's there have been several instances where I've been like flipping through like the gym diff- the different gym leaders for mm-hmm. X and Y, and I'm like, and then there's. There's uh, Olympia, then there's Wolfric, and wait, that's just seven. Who, yeah, exactly. Who did You'll I, forget. Who You'll did forget I miss? I and think that... I covered every single one of them. Why do I keep coming up short? Oh, right. Ramos. And that's what I think the problem is with, with Ramos. Uh, <laughs> like, that's just 100% my problem. Uh, He's just easy to forget. Mm-hmm. And then there's all, there is always that gym leader that you sort of kind of forget, but seriously. This, this is just like the most serious case to me, I think. Yeah, this is uh, the most, the biggest case of who are you yeah. again? <laughs> All right, then, guys. I think that's it for the topic today. Uh, we are going to kick it on over to a short commercial break, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. Come on down to Ethan's Beauty Salon. I'll take that mangy Growlithe you found on the side of Route 1 and turn it into a regular contest-ready Pokemon. I took a force of nature like Groudon and made it into a contest superstar. I could do anything. You can even make my Garboner pretty? Of course I can't. Don't be an idiot. I'll polish those rocks right, right up and make it beauty-ready. 
come on down. And welcome back, guys. We our Pokedex of the or Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number six seventy three. Go Goat, the Mount Pokemon. Its Omega po- Ruby Pokedex entry states: It can tell how its trainer is feeling by subtle shifts in the grip on its horns. This empathetic sense lets them run as if one being. Also, now who's super his, now who's his rider again? I yeah, completely forget. It wasn't me. Uh, because... I can't remember. I remember them advertising, hey, you can ride Go-Goat, and then, like, you can, but you don't get to control it, like, at all. No, what I'm, what I'm talking about is he was in a gym, and I know, he does have a gym later, right? Oh, I think, I think I we're can't, t- I, For the life of me, I cannot remember Erica. that gym. it's Erica. Yeah, but, yeah, Erica. It has, yeah, Erica. has to be, it has to be. <laughs> um, it has to be. No, there was, a, there was actually a whole thing in the anime, actually, about, like, how Ash was trying to learn to ride Go-Goat or something, or Skidoo. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, I feel your, uh, I feel your emotions. So I can, we can ride. That's not creepy whatsoever. That's really weird. <laughs> how how hard is it to actually ride a horse? Um, but okay, we got that going for it. Uh, Go Goat is t- in the PU tier. Go Goat, uh, terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it when you say that. He's in the PU tier. Well, that's where most Pokemon re- reside, unfortunately. <laughs> um. <laughs> So he he's all right though. I mean, the the thing that's keeping him down, I think, is his base sixty eight speed and his base sixty two defense. Yeah, uh, that and what, the grass typing. Yeah, one twenty three speed. That's really good. I mean, no, HP. I'm, I'm, I meant three HP. I that's messed speed. up. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, but that's and really good, right base there. Base one hundred attack and base one ninety seven special attacks really good too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's grass type, which kind of holds him back, and so like unless he has phenomenal stats, it's gonna it's gonna hurt him. Uh, he does learn aerial ace randomly though, um, and like like a lot of things, a lot of things learn aerial ace that shouldn't, like Diglett. Um, yeah, but uh, I think the most viable way to run him is probably to run bulk up to like make up for the yeah. fact that he doesn't have any defenses. Uh, <laughs> or Can any make defense. aerial ace the poke of the episode. Aerial ace is the Pokemon of the episode, huh? Andrews it. I don't move. think you know what you said there, Shim. Oh, no. oh I know what I said. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, Aron look, Aron learned it too. Look at that. I, I would learn. I would. So back to Go Goat. Uh, I, I would probably run bulk up. Horn Leech is a lot of fun. You could probably run substitute. Um, instead of running Horn Leech, though, you could also run like Milk Drink. But he also gets access to Earthquake. Um, it's really nice. I'd dump a lot of investment into HP and a lot into special defense and just make him super bulky. Leftovers for more, and then I would take Grass Sipper or Sap Sipper as his yeah, ability. Yeah, Sap Sipper for the extra attack boost. Yeah, um, Grass not Grass is Definitely not worth it. <laughs> grass Pelt's pretty bad. Left I checked. Uh, what? Well, let's double check. Grass Pelt's is hidden ability on top terrain. of that. Uh, yeah, oh, Grassy Terrain. Oh, that's not bad if Grassy Terrain gets a buff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. We're seeing a lot. We're seeing Electric Terrain getting a buff right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Grassy Terrain what, buff to go along with it, right? What Grass Pelt does that raises the Pokemon's defense by fifty percent in the Grassy Terrain. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you have about a ninety base defense. So your it's stats are fairly like, evened out, other than your speed. I, I would the like only to thing see is, these, I'd like to see the these terrains thing, do okay, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd like to see these terrains get like some buffs though in Sun and Moon because yeah, we're seeing Electric Terrain get yeah. a buff. And it's just like a way to complicate weather even further. I'm digging it. Yeah. 
I'm really digging it. Like, I want some electric terrain action. I want some grassy terrain action. I want some. Well, yeah. When there's a uh, fairy terrain, there's there's I a mean, lot of terrains. Yeah, I mean, grass pelt would probably work a lot better if Skidoo and Go Goat weren't the only ones that had it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, if there were more Pokemon that had access to grass pelt, then maybe it would be a bit better. But if the only Pokemon that you have is <laughs> Go Goat. That has well, it, then wait. don't even bother. Just wait. You could get a bunch of Pokemon with hidden abilities coming out in the next in the next year or so. Uh, it could be going. It could be going pretty strong. Uh, the problem right now is that grassy terrain is like limited to grass Pokemon and Florges. Uh, yeah, which is really bad. Yeah, because you're not going to run like Go Goat and like Bulbasaur or Venusaur, I should say. Absolutely so, not. <laughs> yeah, so you got that. That's that's holding it back. Uh, looking at the TCG side of things, Go-Goat is not that good there either. Um, <laughs> there is one Go-Goat card, uh, in, or there are two of them that are in, in rotation. Well, technically three, but we're going to talk about two of them. Uh, there is the Go-Goat from XY, which is going out of rotation on, on, uh, I think it's Thursday this week. Um, search your, uh, deck for up to two supporter cards for one colorless energy. Reveal them and put them in your hand. Shuffle your deck afterwards, which is kind of nice, but it's a stage one, and you gotta, like, waste an attack to do that. Um, charge dash is the other attack, which is a grass energy and a double colorless, uh, for 70 plus damage. Uh, you can do 20 more damage, but if you do it, go, go does 20 damage to itself. So that's awful. Uh, yeah. For that much energy and that much setup, not worth it. Uh, now we have the go, go from breakthrough, uh, which that's the is... one. Hmm? What were you saying? And I'm just saying that's the one that is still in circulation. It will be still that's in rotation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it is a, uh. It has, for one grass energy, it does overrun for 10 damage, and this attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. So, that's alright. It kind of snipes, but it's not that great. Um, and then for three grass energies, it does Horn Leech for 90 damage, which also allows you to heal 30 damage from Go-Goat. Um, which, okay. I guess you could do that. But, I, for, that's a lot of setup for, like, a lot of very small returns, I think. Yeah. So... Unfortunate for Go Goat that he's useless everywhere. Yeah, he does still have some trivia for him a little bit. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, Go Goat has the highest base HP stat of all Grass type Pokemon, which is unfortunate. Which is it's so bad. Well, it's interesting because you would think Mega Venusaur would have that. Mm-hmm. But well, no. Mega Venusaur doesn't get an HP boost. No, no. Benefits do, so it doesn't really. You just matter. think with his huge size and bulky nature. Naturally, he would have the highest HP of all grass types. Well, nope. HP doesn't change in Megas. Yeah, yeah I know. Saying, I'm yeah. just even saying, yeah. like, in standard normal evolution. Yeah. Just unbiased by that, but yeah. And then it's also worth noting that in pre-release footage shown at E3, Go-Goat's shiny form that is actually much different from what it is in the endgame. And if you ask yeah. me, the endgame is much better than what they originally showed. What did they originally show? Originally showed not much different from the normal Go Coat. Really, the horns were horns were the same. Leaves were slightly darker, and his light and his tannish fur was more tinged mm-hmm. greenish yellow. But now uh, with yeah. the, our current shiny is he's much the better. Fur, the fur is white. The leaves are actually a brighter green, and the horns are yellow. Yes, you are one hundred percent. So I now. will take that one over pretty much the Garchomp treatment that they were giving Go. <laughs> there absolutely and And that's pretty much it with go goat (laughs) that is go goat for you 
All right, then, guys. Uh, if you want to learn more about Pokemon, you can check out PogoPodcast.com and read all of the awesome articles that our writers have been putting together. So, uh, obviously, go check that out, PogoPodcast.com. Uh, and we are going to go switch everything over and kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And welcome, guys, to the mailbag. If you are new to the show, uh, the mailbag is a segment where you guys, the listeners, can shoot us emails at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And you can, uh, we will read them on the show, and it's like, it's your little segment to uh, do it with. We usually have a prompt. Last week, we were asking you guys what your favorite part of Pokemon Worlds was. So we are going to jump right on in and see what you guys have to say. So, uh, as always, though, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. And I, I messed up the intro. That was supposed to be first. Um, so Well, then. <laughs> we, we're getting messed up. The sponsors are going to hate us. Uh, uh, no. Either way, I'm going to jump into our first uh, email, though, from, uh, from Hanakane. Hanakane here. Okay, and so we are going to do Hanakane. Um, howdy ho, Thatch and Co. I just wanted to write in so I can clean up my mess after last week's confusing po- quiz question. The one about gym leaders without direct damage attacks that are the same type as their gym. As it turns out, although I phrased the question rather poorly, I was entirely wrong about Koga. Bear with me, here's the catch. His team in Pokemon Yellow, which is supposed to resemble the anime, is quite different from the one in Red and Blue. Whereas in the latter, he has two coughings, a wheezing, and a muck. All with the move Sludge. In Pokemon Yellow, he has three Venonets, a Venomoth, which only have Toxic as their Poison-type move. However, Gator and Shimu were quite right to point out that his Pokemon all have direct damage, poison attacks, and red and blue. I'll take the blame for the confusion, since it was me that wrote the questions. In short, my apologies for the poor wording, but hey, at least there were uh, some... There were, there, were, <laughs> there were the first full score in the quiz's history... Guess I'll make them tougher next time. I'll also make sure to phrase them properly in the future and include sources for fact-checking purposes. Can't wait for the live episode. See you all there. Hanakane. Well, thank Quick you for that Quick question one. with this, though. Like, yes. Koga's Pokemon were in the 40s, high 40s and stuff? Like, I don't... Yeah. This seems insane for... Yes, because Gen 1, yellow. again, was not very good, just like Gen 2 at, like, wild Pokemon levels versus, like... It was not very good at scaling the levels. Um, oh, a uh, quick thing too. Um, hooves. Hooves. Yes, of course. <laughs> hooves. Um, okay, so Shamu, you want to get this next one from Red Seven? Uh, mission right. debriefing. I got it. <clears throat> this is the Red Seven. Colonel Satch, do you read me? I've concluded the mission you sent me on two. The mission you sent me on two months ago. As ordered, I successfully infiltrated Game Freak HQ. And retrieve sensitive intel on the new Pokemon Sun and Moon games. I am now breaking radio silence and requesting immediate extraction. I fear that my identity has been compromised. Oh shoot, I've been spotted. Quick, I don't have much time. Please report the following to the Black Swan Council as well as the rest of the Puckle community. I don't know how much time I have. And if I'm captured, I'm prepared to take my life with a capsule of Mentos and Diet Coke that was 
given to me during my briefing. <laughs> 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 I tried not to crack up. <laughs> All right. Here's we are children. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Shamu. Keep going! If he can! <laughs> Come on, Shamu, you gotta read the intel. <laughs> Hear the intel. There are Pokemon from Gen 1 that will receive new forms, but not Mega Evolution. It seems that these new forms can only be found in the Alola region. I've only seen silhouettes, but one looks like a tall tree and another has a bunch of spikes on its back and sharp claws. This info is going to blow the council away. What's that, Colonel? You say they've already leaked that information? I'm a few weeks late? Are you kidding me? You mean I've been crawling through vents and snapping interns' necks for nothing? <laughs> I thought... <laughs> Shoot! I... Man! Keep going, keep going. I thought, this was for... I thought this was fresh information. Now I can't get the sneers off my... The sneers of my drill sergeant out of my head. They used to call me solid slowpoke during basic. Shoot! Found it again! Lucky for me, I think I have a cardboard box to hide under. Mission. <laughs> <laughs> Fission mailed. <laughs> Red 7. Red 7, alright. Uh, oh my gosh. Tiger, you want to get this next one from uh, from Pokey Prentice? Alright, I have to go trying. through the thread because I had a discussion with it okay. earlier this week. Okay, there it is. I was wondering, it's like, that's a multi thread one. Okay. Yes. What's the haps, Puckle Chaps? New types of Pokemon are being revealed nearly every week. Ice Steel Sand Slash, Ice Fairy Nine Tails. It's actually Ice Psychic. No, it's Ice Fairy. Ice Fairy, okay. Yeah. Why did I think that? And Electric Psychic Raichu and a little Ghost Fairy Mimiku Chief among them. Maybe after all this news dies down, I have a suggestion for a topic that you might find interesting. As of writing, there are 31 flavors of unused type combos just sitting in the fridge waiting to be tested. But the best and brightest of Puckle are tested by the best and brightest of the Puckle and their community. This could lead to hours of speculation on what the new types would do to the metagame and what stats could bring the greatest advantage to that type. What types are... are best left unused. What types would break the game? Food for thought, I suppose. Uh, so quick in, uh, intermission there before we continue. Uh, if you do want to hear us talk about such a topic, this episode actually already exists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we it did this uh, back in episode uh, 186, so just go dig in our, uh, dig in our directory. Dig in the and archives and you'll, yeah. you'll find our records. For <laughs> it's it. there. But it's I, there. Would, I would say, though, an interesting topic would be have we done personal Alola Pokemon that we'd like to see? No, we have not. Hmm. Maybe maybe in the future. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. I'm writing it down. It's going in the book. Because that would work. Yeah. Because it keeps with the Alola theme and it'll be very clickbaity for us. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just continue on. I'd, I'd love to see that. Steampunk Magnemite. Let's do it. <laughs> I also can't help but mention what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. And that's diving right into the pool of knowledge and inspecting leaks for Sun and Moon. I can't help but laugh at all the absurd, absurd conflicting stories, which are most of the stories I come across. 
I spend those nights with a bag of popcorn just reading threads on the most ridiculous claims. Red is the player's dad, says one leaker. There are four more evolutions coming, says another. It's almost like people are posting fake leaks just to deflate and devalue any real leaks that come through the pipeline. It's some great fun. <laughs> on to the topic of the mailbag. I can't exactly give any opinion one way or the other on the best part of the World's Tournament, mostly because I missed most of it. I only caught a couple of hours worth of play near the end and promptly fell asleep before, I, before it ended. From what I did catch, I was pleased to see that sportsmanship and community was the priority of the people there. All too often nowadays, critics call fandoms toxic and mean-spirited from observing a select few who call themselves fans but do things outside of the message, out of the very message they th are out of the message very thing they follow. I am happy to report that the players in this tournament were friendly and graceful in defeat. I even saw a massive friendly bro hug after a brutal battle between a German contestant and a fashionably patriotic platooned American player. It warmed my heart to see those guys hug it out. That's all I have this week. Good luck treading water among the flood of news, you guys. Leak Inspector, Pokeprentice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Uh, moving on. Our next one is from Obese Trainer. Dear Thatch et al. Uh, first time writer, obese trainer here. That's right, I said obese. Fear me and my team of fat Pokemon. You may laugh, but when <laughs> Snorlax, Licky Licky, Whalmer, and Metagross get rolling, they can't stop. Literally, they weigh too much to stop. No. <laughs> Insert segue here. I just want to let you know that I love the show, and you all make my Monday mornings uh, bearable each week. My Mondays are typically the worst day of my week, but your awesome senses of humor and constant belittling of Thatch's whimsicott knowledge help me throughout the day. Speaking of which, I was just watching a walkthrough of Pokemon Black, and the player referred to whimsicott as a flying grass Pokemon. So Thatch isn't the only queer crazy one. Well, not about that. Just saying, two universes came together. Just saying. You're just jealous. Um, speaking of crazy in the mailbag, I think it's crazy how Raichu of all Pokemon saw play in the finals. That was my favorite part of Worlds. I have also loved Raichu, and I wish Ash would be, wouldn't be such a dork and evolve his Pikachu already. I'm wearing Flippy Floppies, obese trainer. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, Shamu, you want to grab this next one from, uh, from our good friend Uncle Oshawott? All right. Hello, Puckle. As you can tell from this mailbag title, I'm not sure how much of a mailbag this is. I just was really bored this particular night and decided I'm going to write a random email or random random mailbag for the next episode, paying no mind to the title or actual mailbag for this episode, as I'm ignoring them due to spoilers. So <laughs> this should be fun. As I do not know the subject for this week, this week or the weeks to come, I decided to make a series of stories I will randomly share random weeks. Or share random weeks on board and listen to them a week later when, when Sun and Moon are come out randomly so my story i was playing black and white 2 recently with another lock of my own invention i call it the uncle Miraculous lock of course you see <laughs> or you see you need to beat the game with only an ashwat on evolve and a Miraculous. why play this you ask because why not any i was strolling around an online community called bleep bleep Name sheltered to eliminate potential competition. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude was asking about my Nuzlocke and called it, quote, garbage. 
Garbage. Garbage. Italian accent. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Hold on. We'll we'll ke- we'll get we'll get Whimsicott on the phone. We'll record her saying She's garbage in Italian, and then we'll just right throw now, it in there right. randomly. <laughs> when I asked him why, he told me that Miraculous is trash. Oh man, he made a grave mistake, challenging him to an OU battle. I making it sound like a tacked on rule asked if we could eliminate the repeat Pokemon claws, which he said okay. <laughs> We waited him with a horde of six Maractus. We won 2-0. Hashtag Maractus. Oh, shoot! <laughs> Eat your own words, kid! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you just so... got defeated by a team of Maractus. How do you feel now? That I'm, I'm curious so to know happy. what the name of this community is. I Oshawa needs to tell me now. We need to know. We need to know. I'm gonna hunt we'll him down. Him. Next time I stream, he'll probably be there. We'll find out. Um. Anyway... That was just my little story from in my travels away from Puckle. Hope you enjoyed this, and I hope it was a, it was read in the show. If it wasn't, I won't know for four months. So please, so do as you please. Sun and well, Moon's less than three months away. How are you not what what? 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 He doesn't even have anything to do with Sun and Moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just not yet. Just skip out of the news and listen to the topic. Yeah, go go well, like twenty five minutes in. You'll be fine on every show. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I'm gonna continue my Uncle Miraculous Nuzlocke now. I'll tell you, I'll tell y'all how it turns out. Until the next time, Puckle. Have a good day. Oh right. yes, I'm dead right now. It's almost <laughs> two in the morning. Uh, you want to get this next okay, one? I have uh... a... Okay, it's a trivia question. Okay, <laughs> you get this it, next one. A... By... Wait, what? It's a Miraculous. That's what the answer is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to you want to go uh, read this next one from Lucario Loves Minecraft, uh, Viger? Will do. Hey you guys, Lucario loves Minecraft. I decided to wait out till Friday to send it an email in case of new Pokemon reveals, but really because of waiting to see if my wallet turns up. In that wallet was my Pokemon X cartridge. It has been over two weeks since I last played X, and I'm pretty sure that the game is probably gone, along with all the data on it. It is my fault for putting the wallet in, in a place where it could fall out. What I don't understand is why it wouldn't turn up. It had my ID in it, and it would be logical to assume that someone would think that a ninth, ninth grader would need it, and turn that in. I also called some nearby game stops to see if anyone could be turned, could have turned it in for money. No such luck. So what I can conclude so far is that someone took it. Oh, there's going to be those people. Yeah. Regardless of how old you are, they're just jerks. Uh, whatever. I have only one real way of knowing this. My profile name is and its utter existence. I asked a friend to see if he could check if I have been active since August 10th. He has my friend code and stuff, and he didn't have internet. I would at least like to know if my Pokemon are dead because your of friend code's uh, unfortunately yeah, tied to your 3DS, yes, not to your cartridge. Yeah, yeah not so the you cartridge. really wouldn't even be able to know if they've done anything. Yeah. yeah. I would at least like to know if my Pokemon are dead because of someone wiping my save, or if someone has transferred my Pokemon to Bang and that and that they are at least alive. In any in an answer to the mailbag question, I couldn't really watch Worlds too much to do, like finding my wallet and everything. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I have a bike now, so that shaves 15 minutes on the downhill way home and 10 minutes on the uphill way to school. The back the bike helmet I got can have a visor removed so free hats 
Anyway, if you see my Pokemon profile and it is active, sorry it's not, just do what you think is right. Whoever is reading this, don't read it aloud. I personally would spam my stolen profile with RSVP mail saying to return the owner or something like that. So, on a more sad and mournful note, let's have a memento of silence and hope that the cartridge turns up. With that, I shall see you guys hopefully happy on the flip-flop. Soggy bread. Right. I know what he means. I know what he means by that. <laughs> all right, I got this next one uh, from Sentient Pokeball. <laughs> Hello, all. The Sentient Pokeball here with a rather short email this week, so that I can meet the deadline. My favorite moment of Worlds was every single TCG match that I, match that I was able to watch. I will elaborate more on the TCG cast that should air in a couple of weeks. But I was completely hooked watching the TCG mass- matches on the streams to the point that they got me into playing TCG online. It's proceeded to take over my life, and I'm trying to climb the versus ladder to get those sweet, sweet Steam Siege packs. That's all for me now. I'll catch you on the flip-flop. The Sentient Pokeball. All right. Uh, so, Shamu, you want to get this next one from R Sigma? The last one. Yep, I got today. it. Pokelonian, yo. World this year was amazing. Day one, all I wanted to see was Therby, or all, all I wanted was to see Therby make it on stream for the Pokemon lcq last chance qualifier oh okay i not only got that but i also got to see my favorite vgc player barry baz anderson win his last game of the day to qualify for day two i didn't have the opportunity to watch much of day two but i did go back to the sejun parks tcg match and barry's top eight match my favorite team coming out of this weekend is definitely jamie boyd's i assume this is right mm-hmm. most intimidating whimsicott team because when Whimsicott, or because yeah, when Bisharp is chased out of the meta, why not run Scrafty, Gyarados, and Arcanine together? Xerneas isn't the problem when you have a Whimsicott and two War users. You made the top 16. All, all that being said, I really wish there wasn't so much downtime on stream, and I also wouldn't mind them expanding day three to at least, or to include at least the semifinals. Long live the Assault Best Raichu, our Sigma. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's it for our mailbag this week. Um, so next week is going to be a little bit different than our typical episode. Because next week is episode 250, so this is uh, my next chance telling you guys that episode 250 is going to be a live episode open to the public. I will have all of that up uh, by midweek so that you guys can prepare to listen to it. We are going to be recording it Saturday, September 3rd at 2 p.m. Eastern. You can listen to the show live. It's probably going to be about two hours long. We're going to go from two to four or something like that. Um, but what I want you guys to do instead of a typical mailbag question about Pokemon or something like that, um, this is an opportunity for you guys to get to know us a little bit better. Um, shoot us an email at pucklepodcast.gmail.com about what you want to know about Puckle. Anything you want to know. I know a lot of people have questions about the history of Puckle, how we met, how I know Shamu, how I know Viger. Uh, people have questions like that. So uh, shoot us an email about that. That would be great. Um, you can also, uh, I'm going to do this one time only. You guys can uh, tweet at us, at Puckle Podcast, that is our Twitter, uh, with the hashtag AskPuckle. Uh, if you tweet at us, we'll also go through those questions as well and try to answer as many as we can um, while we're on the show because we'll have most of the council there, I think, if not all of them. So definitely try to make that out to that, guys. It would be a lot of fun. You guys can ask questions while you're there. You can talk to us while we're there. We'll interact with you. It's a, it's a lot of fun. These shows are a lot of fun, and we're gonna we're just going to play with it. 
Uh, it's going to be pretty laid back compared to some other shows, but I hope to answer some of your questions about Puckle there. Um, in the meantime, though, uh, while you're waiting for that, uh, you could also go and record yourself doing the intro to the Puckle podcast, uh, the uh, coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower part. If you would like, you could do that yourself. Just save it as a, some kind of media file. All you need is some kind of microphone. I don't care how good it is. Um, for reference uh, to how it, bad it can sound, uh, the current one that we use, which is App, uh, was actually done, recorded on an iPhone. So, uh, you can't really tell that, right? Um, we can, I can make it sound as good as it needs to sound. So please feel free to send those in. I would love to have different people intro the show every week. Um, I think that'd be really cool after 250. In addition to that, uh, you guys can, as usual, follow us on social media to f- learn more things about us. Um, uh, how, I was just, I'm sorry to interject a little yeah, bit, but it. I feel like it's going to get lost in it. Uh, who wins the green Toros badge? Oh, crap. The mailbags. That's I was going to wait until you're all done to say that, because like, that way we can get that all in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. Get, Before we go on to social media where you can Before find us, social let's, media. let's hold up our end of the bar. Uh, I don't know. Did I our, think the only one... Red 7 that, have it? Red 7 does have it, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Pokey Prentice could. He wrote us a nice... He actually tried to give us a topic idea. Um, who? Pokey Prentice? Oh, okay. Uh, even though we had already done the episode topic, but that's yeah, that's fine. I I could go vote for him. Uh, let's see. That uh, leaves who else? I know Lucario doesn't have. Lucario does not have it. No. Uh, Sentient Pokeball any... has it. R Sigma has it. Most certainly does. Yes, point. absolutely. <laughs> I'm not gonna put a vote in because I would have gone for Red Seven really because that was the hiding, yeah. my highlight yeah. of the email. <laughs> <laughs> the Mento. I guess. I guess the only one here that doesn't have it yet is Lucario, unless somebody uh, Pokey else. Pokey Prentice does doesn't have it either. Pokey a Prentice beast trainer have... does. I don't think does he have that? Or is he, he a beast trainer? Because that seems like a new. Yeah, a beast trainer is a new time writer. So. Oh yeah, oh beast trainer as well. All right, I'm um, trying to find a. Who's the Actually, first one? That... So Lucar- there's Lucario, obese, and who else was it? Uh, and Pokey Prentice. Pokey Prentice. That's who I'm trying to find. He's got the, the email chain. Oh, yeah, the email chain. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, because I read that. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, the uh, multiple I letters. read that, and I forgot. <laughs> so we got the three there, Lucario, Obese, and Pokeprentice. Mm-hmm. Uh, any one of those stand out to uh, you guys, personally? really, honestly. No. All right. I already said mine's going to Red 7, but that's not happening. <laughs> He's already got it. Red 7, uh, I was... he, that's why he already has it. I kind of was leaning more. I was kind of leaning towards Pokey Prentice because he sort of inspired us to make the uh, what Alolan Pokemon we'd like to see. That's fair. We'll do topic. that. We'll do that then. Uh, Pokey Prentice, you get the Green Taurus badge. Go ahead and submit for it on the site. Um, also, a good news, everyone. Uh, there may very well be real Green Taurus badges in the near future. Um, yep. So keep an eye out for that. That seems to be happening. Uh, <laughs> Though they'll probably be in some unofficial manner. It'll probably be the only way to get one is to win some kind of puckle prize or some sort. Um, but you can check that out uh, when we get there. And so let's see then. Uh, yeah, so social media. <laughs> That's where we are. Now we can get to the social, social media. Social media. So while you're waiting for the live episode this weekend, you can follow us on social media at Puckle Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can also follow us on Tumblr at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. You can also subscribe to our subreddit r slash buckle 
And if you want to hang out on some Twitch streams when we do some, uh, you go to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. The the is very important there. It's the odd man out. Um, and if you have some time, I would love it if you guys would go and drop an iTunes review for us on iTunes, obviously. Um, because that helps more people find us. It helps us grow. And I really appreciate all of your feedback on the show. Um, on top of that, uh, let's see. I think there's one more thing I usually say. Oh, yes. If you have a little extra change jingling in your pocket and it's not the difference between you, like eating and not eating, uh, check out pucklepodcast.com or patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. Uh, it would be appreciated. Uh, we have some rewards tiers there for you guys. You can come to the live episodes that we put out every month and listen to them live while they're happening. So please do that. And, uh, yeah, so you guys keep being awesome. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shemu. And I'm Viger. And it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.